Welcome to episode five of the Sideline Sports Show as we are about to break down the Big 12 Conference this week. Tim, how you doing this week, buddy? You know, other than my extremely slow computer, which is why we're about 10, 15 minutes late, <laughs> I'm doing great. Yeah, that's great. That's great, Tim. Great. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Welcome in. As you know, we are on a series right now. If you've been watching, you've been keeping up. We have been on a series of breaking down each conference before college football starts this season. And today we are breaking down the Big 12 or what at least what's left of the Big 12 uh, after yeah, 2025. For yeah, for, for now. now. Yeah, we, we don't know if it will disappear, vanish. Um, so let's kind of just break this up uh, as much as we can now. It's been easier in the past couple weeks because, you know, obviously we've had one side of one conference, one side of the other. The Big 12 is not like that. They don't have an east-west, you know, north-south division. They don't have divisions. They just have one big conference, and you win, you win, and you get put towards the top. Top two teams get put into the um, conversation to play in the Big 12 championship. So let's let's just kind of go ahead. And, you know, since we have more time with these conferences, let's go ahead and try to – break down the teams that we think will be impressive to look at this year, uh, starting with Texas, because obviously we're going to start with Texas and Oklahoma first, because those are the two biggest teams in the Big 12. So, Tim, what do you see out of Texas and Oklahoma this year that makes you go, okay, you know, this could be a good contender, maybe for the college football playoff? Definitely the difference between the two, because Oklahoma's returning – their quarterback Spencer Rattler, who, as you remember, I was very high on last year. I thought he had a, I thought he had a good freshman year, wasn't quite as good as I thought it was going to be. But I, I, again, I think he's going to take that jump this year. And it, a lot of people seem to think he could be in the Heisman conversation this year. Um, and Texas, it's a little bit different. You, you lose your quarterback Sam Ellinger. Uh, I don't even, I, I have to check. I'm not sure who their starting quarterback is going to be, but I, I know that they got a new head coach, Steve Sarkeesian. Hopefully things work out or, or not. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. But, you know, it, things work out better for him there than they did in, in, out in California with USC. Uh, but it wouldn't be hard to do that just because of all the problems he had out there and it wasn't even on the football field. But as long, if he can get over those, um, and I mean, it was, it's not hard to recruit in Texas. But, I, I, again, I don't think this year is going to be the year. I think they're really, from now on, if you're Texas – until you join the SEC, you're you are about building your program and your your, your football team for when you join the SEC in, in, as of right now in 2025. So I don't expect them to really be good. Texas, Oklahoma, obviously is going to be preseason top three in the country, and rightful, rightfully so with Spencer Radler and company. And so just really truly the difference between the two teams it's it's is what stands out to me. Yeah, so let's go down this uh, schedule for Oklahoma, and then we'll do Texas next. And just kind of give me your win-loss ratio, what you project them to finish out at based off their schedule. So you can write win, you can write write loss of whoever, and then at the end we'll just kind of agree, disagree. So here we go. Um, Okay, here we go. Oklahoma, they will be on the road at Tulane. Game number one. Uh, I, I'll say win. I'll say win. win. Yeah. Um, at home against Western Carolina, that's a win. Uh, well, uh, hey, don't underestimate the uh, catamounts. I mean, come on. Uh, that, that could be a that. barn burner. What are you talking uh, about? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nebraska. 
at, uh, at home for Oklahoma. That'd be uh, fun to watch just because of yeah. Nebraska's old ties to the Big 12, but it, it's it's in Lincoln. Or excuse me, yeah. it's, it's in Oklahoma, I should say. And, uh, yeah, Oklahoma should have no problem with that one. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Oklahoma hosting West Virginia. I think that will be fun, uh, but It'll I still got Oklahoma. It'll be better, but Oklahoma still wins. The, and the one intrigues me is the next one because K, K State, they've lost to the last two yeah. years, which and is, no, they're no, on the no road. One can explain. No one can explain. And you're, yeah, you're right. They, they go to Kansas State. So I don't know. Something about it, they can't seem to figure out the Wildcats. I don't, I don't know. So, so that'd be one to watch this year for sure. All right. So do you list it as a win or a loss? I think that I don't think they lose three in a row. I think that's a win. Okay. I, I'm going to, I'm going to be. Savage. I'm gonna go loss. All right. Um let's see. Texas. I, I think they'll win Texas. I, I think they'll beat Texas in a close one. I think it'll uh, be close just because of the r- rivalry game factor. But yeah. other than that, there's really no reason. I mean, Texas is kinda I mean, they're they're talented just because they're Texas, but again, replacing you're replacing your starting quarterback in Sam Ellinger, I don't think that they're going to be that good this year. I think we're talking maybe eight wins for Texas, maybe nine. I think I think that's your ceiling this year. So I, yeah. I think that that should be a win, but it, it'll be a fun and close game just because it's a rivalry game. All right. Oklahoma hosting TCU. I, I got that. This is interesting. Yeah. That, that's going to be interesting for me too. I think if they if I did not pick Kansas State to be the loss, I would pick TCU. And I think because they're on the uprise, Oklahoma's oh they got I, the Cyclones down the road, but um I think that would be another one to look at and go maybe it would be a loss, but I'm going to count it as a win. Well, that's the one I'm actually going to say that they slip up on. I think okay. I th- and it's at home too, so TCU would have yeah. to do it on the road. Gary Patterson and company. Have has actually formed a decent defense, and it, you'd have thought you know, a few years ago, but about just go, go back half a decade, that you'd be like TCU having a decent defense, or shoot anybody in the Big Twelve having a decent defense. But TCU's actually built that team to where they, they've got a, a stout defense, and I actually may surprise you where, where I have them in our standings later yeah. on. All right, Oklahoma at Kansas. I'm going to give the win to Oklahoma. Easily. I think Oklahoma versus Western Carolina will be a better game than this one. That that's honest. true. I I can see that. Um, Texas Tech at, at Oklahoma. Uh, I got that as another win. Getting get, seems like every time these two teams play, it's you know it's like it's sixty a shootout. Yeah, but yeah, and it's usually Oklahoma with sixty. So yeah. Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma at Baylor. This one could be interesting. Um, yeah, I st- I still think. It, Obviously, Oklahoma's the better team in this scenario, but I I think Baylor's improving. Uh, they they kind of struggled a little bit last year, shortened season with COVID problems and all, and just and then they lost their head coach before that when he went to the Carolina Panthers and Matt Rule. So year two under the new, uh, new regime, I think they'll be better. But I, and I think it'll be a competitive game, especially it's going to be in in Waco. I think that'll be a fun one. But I think Oklahoma prevails there. All right, Iowa State Cyclones at Oklahoma. I think this is going to be a, a big decision on who gets in to this Big 12 title game because I think the Cyclones will be really good this year. They return their starting QB and their starting running back. So I, I think that will be a big game. I, I'm going to say they slip up. I, I'm going to say Oklahoma slips up at home against the Cyclones. 
Really? You're at, at, at home to the Cyclones? Huh? I, mean, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. Brock Purdy is, is really good. Uh, the running back is, is, is well, been fantastic. And uh, but no, I can't, man. I, I don't think that they lose that one at home. You know, I don't think they lose two in a row, two at home, because I have them losing to TCU at home. I, I just, I don't see them losing twice at home. I, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna still roll with Oklahoma there. And, and then the last game against Oklahoma State, uh, Oklahoma's kind of dominated that rivalry. So I'm gonna yeah. go with Oklahoma as well. I'm, I'm the same. And I, I think when you don't have Chuba, uh, what I can't think of his last Chuba name. Chuba Howard. Yeah, Howard. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't see them being as productive on offense. And that showed last year when he opted out right before the Oklahoma game. And it showed that they, they just couldn't do anything offensively. So I, I've, I got to go with Oklahoma on that one. So let's go over to the other side. Let's go to the other side of this rivalry and let's go to Texas as their schedule lines up. This is actually interesting non-conference. They open up with Louisiana Lafayette at home. Obviously I'm going to take Texas on that one. Same. Absolutely. Okay. This is the next interesting one uh, because we broke down the SEC last week and we, uh, Tim talked about this team a little bit. Arkansas hosts Texas. Yes. So that'll be an interesting one. That'll be one to to tell where each team is. Um, Is Texas really truly on the decline like we think they are? Or is Arkansas and is Arkansas going to be taking that next step in, in the, the improvement process and the rebuild? So it, it should be a fun one. It's it's in Fayetteville, which is why it's it's it, this could be a, a, an Arkansas win. But I I think Texas wins this one. All right, and then oh I just exit out. So Tim, if you tell me the next game, I gotta yeah Rice and Texas. Up. Yeah Rice, that was it. Uh, I, I'm going to give Texas the win. I mean, I just – I don't see uh, – I don't see uh, – Rice is – they had uh, – I'm trying to think. Virginia Tech a couple years ago. No, that was Old Dominion. That was Old Dominion. Never mind. Thinking about a different team. Uh, Rice, yeah, I, I just got Texas. Uh, I don't I don't see any more than that. But the no, rest I, of this I, list is where it gets interesting. So – but I, I got Texas winning that one. Yeah, it should be fun, and, and yeah, I do as well. Um, so we, we both have them three and all, I believe, going up against Texas Tech yes. on September twenty fifth. That that would be a real fun one. That's going to be, I would say, Tech's first test because Arkansas would be that. Uh, this one's a tough one for me because usually these two teams play classic games, but I'm going to go Texas in this one. Uh, I agree. It- I don't know. It's just like whenever Texas Tech plays Oklahoma, they have a shootout. But when they play Texas, it's a close game. It's like a 27-24 type game. So it's a low-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to go Texas in the very, very close one. Probably 27-24 will be the final. Texas wins by a field goal. So it's it'll be close, but I got Texas still winning that one. Absolutely. And then the next game, I think, that where they will first slip up, Texas Yeah, this is mine too. Yeah. Yeah, you, you play TCU in Fort Worth on October second. Uh, TCU's defense is just going to be too suffocating for them. Yeah, and I, I I don't even think that's the only reason. And we'll mention the other my main reason when we get to clowns of the week. But um, just based off stats, I think the Longhorns are three and seven in the past ten years against TCU. So. Looking at that stat, I just I just can't put Texas over TCU. So that will be their first loss. Will be TCU. 
And then Oklahoma State comes to town. I, I like I said with Oklahoma, they offensively they just don't have anything going right now. So I'm gonna go Texas in a win right there as well. And which one was that one? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Um, I actually have Oklahoma State in that one. I I think okay. I think they go into Austin, and I think they knock off Texas again. Not very high on Texas this year for me personally. I think yeah. Steve, Steve um, Sarkeesian and the company is going to build for the SEC. I think they're going to get that team ready for, for them. I, I, and, I, and until then, I mean, other than compete for national championships, which they're not really that close to doing anyway, there's no real reason to believe that they're going to even try to to be any, any decent. You know, so they're, they're going to have to stock up on the. Uh, Incoming recruits and, and just kind of rebuild and just kind of take a step back and enter a rebuild. And I know to Texas doesn't like that. They they hate that. So that's going to drive them nuts. But, again, I'm not a believer in Texas this year. I'm really not. I, I have them more towards the middle of the pack, actually, the Big 12. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a moment. I did skip Oklahoma, but I will count that as a loss as well, as we've already talked about. Um, but this is – I think after the Oklahoma game, this is where you really start to see Texas fall. Um, because I have them losing to Baylor. I have them losing to the Cyclones. And then the pick, I'm just going to kind of knock out the rest of the schedule. That way we can give our predictions when we come back of where the Big 12 is. Uh, but after Oklahoma, I see them losing to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Iowa State, and then they pick up their win again against Kansas at home. They lose to West Virginia, and then they finish out the year winning at home against Kansas State. So that's my uh, – in the last – let's see, one, two, three, four – well, let's go to TCU because I said they were going to lose to TCU too. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In their last eight games, I only have one win, and that will be against Kansas. So really, if you base it off that, I see them more towards the bottom of the pack of the Big 12 this year. Now, will that be the case? I don't know. We'll see under Steve Sarkeesian. But Tim, what do you uh, finish out the rest from Oklahoma down? Yeah, we um, talk for the list. Or are you talking about from from the Texas Just wins? Schedule? Yeah, Texas schedule wins losses. Yeah. So, um, so Baylor, I, I've, I've got Texas beating Baylor. Uh, I don't think they go into Ames, Iowa, and, and t- take out the Cyclones. I don't think that's going to happen. I think everyone in the in the that's got a brain could take out Kansas right now. And I think I've got them knocking off West Virginia and Kansas state. So really I've, I've got them losing uh, four games this year. So in conference. Gotcha. gotcha. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll actually break down the standings of where we think each team will finish in the big 12. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome back into the Sideline Sports Show. Tim and Ben with you. Breaking down the Big 12, and we're going to get to some big stories from around the sports world here in a little while. But first, go through the standings here and where we have each team finishing in the Big 12. Ben, I'll start. I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Obviously, we're going to we're going to go easy here. Well, he could have Iowa State here, but I, 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 I like Spencer Radler too much, and I, I just – I don't – want to put Iowa State ahead of Oklahoma just yet. So at the number one spot, I'm going to have Oklahoma. I am going to agree with you as well. I will have Oklahoma as my number one. I just – Spencer Rattler, just an incredible quarterback overall. I I just – I don't see any 
anybody else really just that stands out to me more than I my second pick, which will be the Cyclones of Iowa State. They they're my two spot. I I, I just I don't see two more dominant teams right now in the Big Twelve. So I got to go Oklahoma one, Iowa State two. Yeah, and I don't think it's that far back. I do not think Iowa State is that far behind Oklahoma. Yeah, just because. But but yeah, you got to think. In terms of head coaches, I love Matt Campbell at Iowa State. I think he's a great guy. I think mm-hmm. he's an even, even better coach. The fact he has Iowa State even close to being where they are right now is speaks to how what kind of a coach he is. Brock Purdy, again, and, and Hall coming back, the running back. I, I, I love Iowa State. So I, I think that they have a chance to knock Oklahoma. I'm not saying they don't, but I, I think as of right now, it'd be hard pressed to find, put someone else in the number one spot besides Oklahoma. All right. All right, to continue down this list, I, I'm having a tough time through the rest of this list, but I'm going to go bold. I'm going to say Baylor as my three. Wow. Uh, I think the quarterback that they had when Matt Rule was there, I'm trying to even think of his name. He was a freshman, uh, number 14. I'm trying to remember. His name. I can see his face. I can see the number. And I can see everything. Uh, that played against Georgia. Uh just they looked with him, they just looked incredible. I didn't get to see him much last year. Um, but I, I do remember that offense, and, and maybe it was a Matt Rule thing, maybe it was. I, I just I feel like with him at quarterback, that offense can be very elusive, and it's a bold statement, but I feel like it. And my next one will probably be shocking too, but I got Baylor at my three. I'll just say that. See, I've got Oklahoma State at my three. I I, okay. I don't think they're going to be as bad as some people might think. I think I know that they're they're losing their starter running back Chuba Howard. He is he got drafted by the Panthers, but I don't. Mike Gundy, I feel like seems to always find a way to be towards the top, but not at the top. So I I think that they're going to be extremely adequate. I guess is the best way to put it. And so I, I kind of had them at, at that three spot. I think they're going to be better than majority of the rest of the Big Twelve from here on out, but obviously not better than Oklahoma and. Iowa State. Yeah. All right. So go ahead and do your four as well. Yeah. Number four, I got the Horn Frogs at TCU. I think that their yep. defense is going to be able to carry them alone up to that four spot. Again, I picked them earlier to beat Texas, so I'm obviously going to have them above Texas in the standings. I think that uh, Gary Patterson is going to have this team ready to go, and I think that they're going to be in the top half of the Big 12. I don't think they're quite ready for a top three. That's which, hence why I have Oklahoma State there. So I, I've got the Horn Frogs coming in at my number four. That's my four as well. I got TCU. I I like Gary Patterson. I, like I said, I'm not a big fan of Gary Patterson, but I like what he's done over the years. You don't like Gary? I think what's wrong, Gary? I, I I just he's not consistent. I mean, he's never consistent. One year he could have a a seven and six season. And then the next year, somehow, some way they make the Rose bowl. Like it just doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense. Like, so, but hopefully I I think they'll have a decent year this year. If you pull out a win against Texas, I think that will really solidify what Texas will do the rest of the year. So I I have TCU at my four and then I'll go ahead and do my five as well. I'm going to put okay state. And I, I think he's, uh, Man, you said it's the name of the coach. Oh, Mike Gundy. He's mm-hmm. always just produced really good talent out of Oklahoma State. Has been very consistent. And I mean that in 
an okay way where you're like, okay, you it's like a Mark Rick consistency mm-hmm. where you're at least nine and five or ten and four every year, but you can't make it to the top. So, so, so he's done okay at OK State. Yes, he's done okay at OK yeah. State. Gotcha. I was just, just, I was just trying to make sure you were, you knew the pun there. But, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so, so at my number five, I've got Texas. I think that, that they finished right there at the middle of the pack of the Big Twelve. In first year, Steve Sarkeesian. This this year is going to prove a lot. Like, are are they going to finish in, in the middle of the pack, the bottom of the pack? It, where where they finish in year one is going to prove a lot to me. It's going to say a lot about where this team is going to go from here and how they're going to build as they continue to get ready to go into the SEC. Gotcha. Okay. I'm I'm going to go – let's see. I'm making sure I didn't miss anybody. I'm going to go Texas right there as my six, if I'm correct, if, I'm count, if I can count. So you have um, them in the bottom half. Yes, I have them in the middle – uh, basically middle to bottom pack. Uh, I I like West Virginia beating them, but I don't see West Virginia pulling out as many conference wins as Texas does. So I'm going to put Texas there, and then my next pick would be West Virginia. I, I think West Virginia's produced great co- or good quarterbacks throughout the years, and they're more of an air raid offense, kind of similar to Texas Tech. So. And I, I like their scheme. I like their style. They're better on defense than I feel like a lot of these other teams that we'll list here in a second are. So I will put Texas and then West Virginia. See, I, I've got Baylor coming in at six for me. I, I'm not quite as high, uh, high on them as you are. You have them all the way at three. I'm like three. Yeah. I, I'm not quite ready to do that <laughs> yet. I, I'm. You got to be bold, Tim. You got to be bold. They, they had a great season two years ago, but the coach left. Uh, I don't even know what they did last year. It's just it, what yeah. no one does. I, it's I got to look it up. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that would just kind of kind of faded off a little bit. But yeah, Baylor was kind of older when, when with that team, so I, I think they're starting to get a little bit younger again. So I, I don't know I, until the Baylor can show, show me that they can bounce back with um, this whole new roster and a new coach. I don't know. I'm just I'm not really a believer in the Bears yet. I'm, I'm not ready to go out on a limb and, and say that, that they're going to be. Bad or bad because I don't. I, I have them at six. I don't. I have four teams worse than them, but I, I'm just not ready to put them ahead of the other five teams that I have on my list just yet. And at seven, I have Kansas State. They always seem to be a thorn in the side to somebody. You know, just the way, way that they play. I mean, I don't know, the Wildcats just seem to kind of be, be, be in that, that annoying team that that just always seems to win a couple games that they should win. Hence, two straight wins against Oklahoma. Which may, it, it makes no sense, but any but anyway, I think that they'll have enough wins where they'll finish. Uh, they won't finish in the bottom three at least. All right, I may have to change my prediction here because Baylor last season, and this is correct. I had to make sure I pulled it up. They went two and seven. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, their wins. Good. Now here, and I'll just kind of walk through the season with you real quick. Uh, Kansas, they beat Kansas forty-seven fourteen. Not a shocker. Uh, they lost in double overtime to West Virginia, 27-21. Uh, they lost a close, uh, a semi-close one to Texas, 27-16. Lost by 10 to TCU. Lost to, by 7 to Iowa State. Lost by 1 to Texas Tech. Lost by 1 to – oh, beat Kansas State by 1. Uh, lost by two touchdowns to Oklahoma. Kansas teams, weren't they? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and only lost by two touchdowns to Oklahoma and then got blown out by Oklahoma State 42-3. to 
three after everybody basically uh, caught COVID and then left the team. So, so, so what you're saying is that this team was really, you know, a, a few more scores, you know, shifted to their side versus their opponent's side, and they could have actually been a decent squad. Yeah. So I, I see what you're saying, and that they could be very well be a decent team this year. You know, as teams proven to go from one year that the records flip flop and you're like, how'd that happen? It's like, well, yeah, the record in one score games flip flopped. And yeah. that, that's kind of what bit uh, Baylor last year, one or two score games that they lost, you know, with, with the two that, one point games, two one point games. Yeah. yeah. That, that's almost hard to lose to by one point, one time. That's, yeah. It's incredibly hard to do to lose by twice. It's, it's tough. But uh, again, I, me personally, I, I don't hate Baylor, but I don't like them either. So yeah. I, I have them more so in the middle of the pack, which is where I think that they belong. All right. And then I'm just going to kind of wrap up the rest of this list. Uh, let's see. The irrelevance for me, basically, at this point. I've already, uh, I'm just making sure. Yeah. So it would be Kansas State and then Kansas. If I oh, no, excuse me, Texas Tech. There you go. Kansas State, then Kansas. There you go. Yeah, I, I think I, I knew I missed Texas Tech somewhere, but I would not put Texas. Not the Kansas teams, are you? Yeah, no, no, not really. Uh, Kansas State, I think they'll get that one, or uh, they'll probably have two wins in conference. I think they'll shock Oklahoma like they always do somehow, some way. I, I don't know. It, it they'll pull it out somehow. It's a miracle how they do it. Like they have the worst seasons ever, but yet they can walk into Oklahoma, or they can Oklahoma can walk into their house and they still beat them. Like I just I I don't understand. Like I I really don't understand it at all. But I I feel like the, they're easily going to finish better than Kansas. I mean Kansas will be the bottom feeder until they can figure out what to do with their football program and. Not their basketball program. So now I want to go through this real quick. I want you to tell me: Do you think Kansas wins a game this year? All right, they they open up with South Dakota. What do you think? Okay. Um, because their next game, next game, their next two non conference games, I don't think they're winning. Okay, I'll say they'll win that game. I'll say they'll win it, but it will be close. It will be very, very close. And this is bad that we're speaking very low of Kansas, but we're being realistic at the same time. So I'm being funny. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if they beat South Dakota. I, I mean, mean, they're that's not what I'm saying. To, they're not going to beat Coastal Carolina, who they actually go yeah. to this year. That yeah, exactly. Be kind of fun to watch that one because Golly. Coastal Carolina is going to beat them by three touchdowns. And then yeah. we know how Duke, how bad Duke was last year, but I mean, they're not Kansas bad. Their their yeah. program's not a joke. Okay. Now, yeah. granted. The difference between Kansas and Duke here, Duke has an incredible sophomore quarter uh, running back coming back. So, I mean. Does Kansas have anything decent coming back? No, not that I'm aware of. So, I mean, there's already – it's like somebody said the other day when I was listening to some sports talk show. If you have, like, 20 of the 22 positions beat on the other team, then how are you going to – how are you going to pick – uh, so basically, like Kansas may have two positions better than Duke, but Duke has twenty out of twenty-two positions better than uh, Duke. There was a phone number that, from Kansas that just called me. They're listening to what I'm saying about them. Uh, but <laughs> how dare um, you put the two Kansas teams at the very bottom of the Big Twelve? How dare you? They're trying to call and tell me, hey, 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 we're actually good this year. We're going to make a comeback. All right, prove it first, and then I'll answer your call. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you look at their their schedule. I mean, South Dakota may be your only win because you look Coastal Carolina, you're going to lose. Baylor, you're going to lose. Duke, you're going to lose. The Cyclones, you're going to lose. Texas Tech, you're going to lose. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't even bother looking at their their conference slate because I know they're going to lose just every game. So You're going to lose to Kansas State. Uh, I mean, you're going to lose mean, to Texas State. Is, is there more of a joke than Kansas football right now? Just because of the AD getting fired, well, Les Miles getting fired for his improper conduct. I mean, uh, and again, do you, you know the story, right, about, sort yeah. of about the kid that was bullied, basically bullied. Life was threatened at one point. It was so bad. And, and basically, he's like, "We'll give you money to just get off campus." And it's like, "What? That's how you're going to deal with this?" And he tell, yeah, you're he tell not going to do it the right way. I mean, yeah. dude, this is not 1950, 1960, you, or 70s. Like you, you can't do that. You can't just say, "You know what? We're going to handle on the field like men." And, and, and like, no, that again, just abs- it's it's absolute stupidity. It's like it's clear that the Mad Hatter just needs to go off into retirement and just. Just live there in, in, in obscurity and just be just be done with it. Call it a career. All right. So now that we've finished it, it, it all. If it, it, and this is just a hypothetical question before we go to our next segment. If the Big Twelve dies, what conference do you really think will pick up Kansas? Now, granted, Kansas is good in basketball, like men's basketball, and some somewhat women's basketball as well. But I can't tell you another sport that they're good in. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, they're definitely not good in baseball. Uh, they're we not. Know, we know they're not good in football, clearly. They're not good in softball. They're not good in – They have a softball team? No, I didn't know that. I mean, <laughs> I feel like every school has a softball team. I mean, I could be wrong. I I, I don't know. There's some teams in the ACC that don't. But, yeah, but yeah I, I, that's a good question. I mean, I guess – What conference picks them up? I guess the Big Ten because, I mean, you already got Rutgers. No. So go ahead and take Kansas. That that way you can have the you know the bad something bowl. I don't know, <laughs> just, just or the winless bowl. There you go. Yeah, you could just have the, the, the what, winless bowl. The what bowl? No, the what bowl? What was the first one you said? I I said the bad something bowl. I I don't know. You, I don't know. Just put just put a word in front of in, in front the of the bad I, something bowl. Brought to I you mean, by Kansas and Rutgers. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, I mean, it'd be, be kind of funny. I would, I might tune in there just to see, even though, just to see how bad that what, game. Is. What would the score even be? Because I feel like it would be a very, very low scoring game. Like I don't It'd be even... like ten six or you know, oh, you know what, you know what? Tell, tell you what, there, Kansas would somehow find a way to get a weird score in there, so they would probably win like ten to five. Hold on, I I, I got to look this up now. I I just this is going to be unbelievable. I I had to see how many points. Kansas actually had to put up last year. Hold on, it wasn't much. It, it couldn't. It couldn't have been on. much. There's no way. All right, they went zero and nine. Obviously, uh, let's see. They did put up twenty three points against Coastal Carolina. So there's that. Fourteen points against Baylor. Seven against OK State. Uh, let's see. Seventeen against West Virginia. Fourteen against Kansas State. 22 points against the Cyclones. Nine points against Oklahoma. It was only field goals. Um, 23 against TCU. And they almost actually beat Texas Tech 16 to 13. They lost that game, though. So that's why I have Texas Tech second to last. Yeah. So 
I just, I don't know. That's just rough. Goodness. Just a like, I, I just, I, I, I could not see the Big Ten taking them. I just can't. I, like, it'd be kind of funny if they did, but yeah. It, I mean, it would be funny, but I mean, well, first of all, I what else are you going to do? I, yeah, I want to go back to when you said, you said, so what happens if the Big 12 dies? And you're just, um, <laughs> uh, like, no, let, let's be real though. I think it's going to die. I, 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 I just, I you're mean, already hearing survive with eight teams in a conference and still be a power five conference. There's just no way, especially with yeah, your members leaving. Yeah. And then West Virginia already saying, Hey, uh, ACC, we knock, knock. Yeah, we, we want in the door, you know, like, mm-hmm. so then you're yeah, taking just in case, you know, just, in yeah, case. just in case we need to have a backup plan in 2025 and we would like to join your backup plan. Um, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll talk about another couple teams le- maybe leaving. Right. Uh, and another, did you see the report that now it's being widely scrutinized by a guy in our area that, yes, that, that, yes. that reported? And I happen to know this guy that, that reported this, is Mark Ryan of ESPN Upstate here in Greenville, South Carolina. He reported that Clemson, Florida State had reached out to the SEC, and boy, Twitter blew up at that. And well, like, I, me and, and Tim were literally going nuts. And then he later came out to both Clemson and Florida State people coming out and adamantly denying it. Do you put any truth to it? Do you think that there was a truth? Now, he says that there was a source. I talked to him. He's like, man, there was a source that legitimately I talked to. He's like, this conversation happened. He said he did not want to come out and, and present this information because of he knew the backlash. And Mark's like, I don't care. Give it to me. So so he went out and he tweeted it. And sure enough, he got the backlash. So I, I don't know. I put some truth to it. I think it was more so the fact of ACC, like, like Clemson and Florida State, maybe saying, hey, SEC, you know, just, you know, they were inquiring. I don't I don't think it was a full on, hey, we want to join your conference. But I feel like it was more of a conversation that went, okay, what did Texas and Oklahoma do to join your conference? You know what I mean? Like, what did it take for them to join your conference? And it it got to the point where Marty Smith even commented on this, and he pulled up the statement from FSU President John Thrasher. He said, I want to be clear that persistent reports about Florida State being in contact with the SEC are untrue. We have had no communication with the SEC or any of the representatives from the SEC. But then it got me thinking, Tim, and it made me so mad that I was thinking this. What on God's green earth is the SEC saying, yeah, we want Florida State to come, or even the other side, what makes Florida State want to go to the SEC? I mean, think about it. You can't even win football games in your own conference. What makes you think you want to be the next Vanderbilt of the SEC? I mean, for other sports, it makes sense. Like their basketball yeah, programs yeah. are very good. Their baseball program would be able to compete with the baseball, yeah. the, the loaded SEC. Uh, softball, obviously, we know w- would come in there and compete with loaded SEC. But football, it would just it, it it'd be a train be wreck. Ugly. It'd be ugly. I mean, I I, I think South Carolina w- would finish higher and beat beat them. I don't I don't I don't think that would make total sense. For them, Clemson, I think, is a prototypical SEC yeah. school. To be honest with you, yeah. I, I, I'm they're more SEC than they are ACC, in my opinion. And, excuse me. Um, I definitely think they're more SEC just because of you got a good football team, basketball team. I mean, you're, you're hot and you're cold. It's decent. I mean, it's not 
it's not the worst. I, I feel like they would compete in the SEC. I I, I really well, do. SEC, they would absolutely compete. Just but uh, I mean, shoot, we beat Alabama, who was the top team in the SEC exactly. last year. So I, I so it makes sense from, from that standpoint. Uh, baseball's not quite up to that standard yet, but uh, softball is definitely getting yeah. there. Softball's yeah. definitely getting if not there because they played yet. Alabama. Yeah, and so uh, that, that's a completely new conversation that Clemson got gypped on, by the way. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I think Clemson moving the SEC would make sense, but I, I don't put any validity to it. I, I I think maybe they reached out. I'm thinking more so it was more like a casual, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Yeah, like, hey, uh, you know, is there, is there a possibility of this? I mean, like, you know, it, it, if if that's it, only if it even happened, you know, we don't, yeah. we, we can't even say. But I don't know. I, I I don't put a whole lot to it. I I don't think Mark wrong came out or Mark was wrong in coming out with him, with bad information. I legitimately think that uh, he was told that that this happened, and it might have. I just don't know if it's to the extent that he thinks it was. Yeah. I agree. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we will present our clowns of the week when we come back after this short break. Don't Get go anywhere. clown nose ready, Ben. That's right. Welcome back to the Sideline Sports Show to our favorite segment of all time, Tim. It's that time again. It's that time of the week where we will present our favorite people of the week. I'm so excited, Tim. I've long awaited this moment all week long. So let's go ahead and do it. As you know, in today's world, there's so many clowns. Oh, I know. Let's start off with the 76ers wanting so much for Ben Simmons. Four first-round picks for Ben Simmons. Come on, man. I mean, dude can't even make a free throw. I mean, why do you want four first-round picks for Ben Simmons. I, I just, I don't get it. Uh, I wouldn't. I mean, that, that's definitely, I mean, he, he, I mean, he's star. He's a good player. But, I mean, it, in today's age, it's going more into a shooting game. And someone, why would you trade four first-rounders for a for someone that can't shoot to save their life? I mean, he's, I mean he's, he's already changing his shooting hand. It's like you're in the NBA and you're going, you're changing your shooting hand. I don't know. That that doesn't sound like a recipe for success. So, I I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And then, it gets even better. Oh, boy. Seven hours ago, Ben Simmons cuts all communications with the 76ers. He is now open. Now he is now open to join the Warriors. Hmm. He's not even a free agent. I don't know how that would work because basically – and, I mean, he's he would basically basically be doing the Draymond Green of, of that team. Only I think Draymond Green would do it better than he would. I, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. To me, that doesn't make sense. I, does. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't think that would be a good trade for the Warriors. Uh, now they have guys. The Flash Brothers uh, coming. I think that, that they need to kind of keep with their young core, use the guys that they have with with Steph Curry, who just signed a two hundred plus million dollar contract extension. So. I think you need to kind of keep your core and get guys that you have right now. Uh, trading for Ben Simmons to me, I, I don't see it. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense to me, and uh, definitely worth a climb if that were to happen. Let's keep it in baseball world. In the Olympics, uh, Tim, I sent this to you. There was a bullpen cart 
that can take players out onto the field. I, no lie, the seat is a glove. It's a glove that holds the players as they come onto the field. And it it's absolutely hilarious. I, I just I don't understand it. Like I mean, they, I mean, they don't have to run 300 plus feet, you know, from the movement. I mean, uh, I mean, if anyone wants proof that pitchers aren't athletes, Exhibit A. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. I know you're trying to speed up the time of the game, but and oh, Japan. I, I mean, I mean, you can't say that, that that's a COVID reason, right? I mean, like, what are you trying to do? Con- cut down on you know, <laughs> exposure for like what a couple seconds? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm a pitcher, I'll be like, hey, if I don't got to run 300-plus feet, hey, I'll get on the glove. Thank you. i it all the way in. But, but still, at the same time, it's it's funny. And I remember watching this live because of the job and stuff that I do. I get up very early and be able to watch these games. And I, I remember seeing it the first time. I'm like, wait, what? Is that a glove? <laughs> Just look at TV while I'm doing my job. I'm like, that's a, that's a glove seat. That, like, Just imagine being on the committee to, like – invest in this stuff it's like all right for the baseball games what should we do for the pitchers you know like what can we make their experience better in the olympics i got it have a yep. cart with a glove i got a good idea rings <laughs> i got it fellas <laughs> we, we ride the pitchers in from the bull from the bullpen on a glove I, I, I just want to be sitting in that room, just imagining the conversations being had. Oh, that's a great idea. We should do that. We should do that. We should bring them in. <laughs> you're going to get us canceled for that. You're going <laughs> to get us canceled. All right. We'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Julio Jones is being interviewed the other day and forgets he's on the Tennessee Titans. And he says... Oh, yeah, uh, our our, Fal- our Falcons look good. Oh, wait, I mean, Tennessee Titans look really good this year. Julio, you wanted to be traded. <laughs> yeah, but I, say, I know yet, you're going to have strong feelings for this because you're a Falcons fan. I mean, you wanted to be traded, and yet you still say, Tennessee, uh, the Falcons, uh, I mean, I mean, the Tennessee Titans, we look good this year. You're on I mean, the Tennessee. Come on, man. I mean, you know he's not missing. Come on. I mean, I mean, he maybe missed his quarterback and some of his teammates a little bit. But, I mean, to be fair, what, what, how long has he been with the Falcons? I mean, he's been there a good long while. He's used he's used to answering the questions and saying, yeah, the, we, the, yeah, the Falcons look good. Well, the Falcons could do this. We're going to be doing this. He's like, oh, crap. That's right. I'm on I'm on Tennessee now. I'm, I'm with the Titans. I'm not on the Falcons. I mean, I, I give him a pass. He does it again, though. Definitely deserves to be even you know, double clowned, I guess you would say. Yeah, and last but not least, uh, I, I had to turn the music off for this one because this is just so good. Oh boy, the Texas president is in this courtroom with mm-hmm. a, I guess, a judge. I, I don't know the full situation of how this went on, and she asked this president, "How much money does he make in the athletic budget?" Obviously, he's like this much and then she's like all right where does that put you in the nation and he says first and (laughs) oh my god she literally looks at him and says well you haven't had a good winning football team as of lately and he goes (laughs) he goes yeah it's not where we want it to be but you know we'll we'll get it there and then she says three and seven to the horn frogs yeah 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 we'll we'll wait and see how they go 
That's embarrassing. Oh, no. Oh, he no. just stands there embarrassed, like he, his face turns red. I mean, and what I'm can just, you like, do at that point? You just got trolled you're, by, by a judge. I mean, you're like, well, um, I got nothing else to say. He, he just stood there in shock. He was like, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. I. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then um, two more. Um, Obviously, uh, there's this dude that's calling this minor league baseball game. His uncle died or something. And he looks and he says, uh, ben, I ben, ben, ben. You know this is a bad start when it's his uncle died and you're laughing. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, but <laughs> he said, I just pray that we don't get Nick Castellanos and um, the dude hits a home run. And guess what the dude does? He hits a home run. And he's like, what a better way to come back from being out because of my uncle's death to get Nick Castellanos on. And it was so funny. And then last but not least, uh, I, I wish I had this video. Jameis Winston is practicing with the Saints. You know, the look, uh, so you know, the little dummy drills. <laughs> The running backs run through. It's like yeah. the little spring pads that hit people. And, like, it's supposed to help, like, you protect the ball from it being knocked out. Well, James uh, Winston decides to run through like this. like he was the actual tackle dummy. I mean, James Winston looked like he was the tackle dummy. I mean, I swear. I mean, the dude just went boing, 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 boing. I mean, I was like, it's like. James. I know you haven't played in a, a, a year, James, or, or a year and a half. But I mean, surely you've been you know doing some weight training of some sort. Something. Right? You're in the NFL. Oh, James. You're in the NFL. You shouldn't you shouldn't be looking like you're the tackle dummy. <laughs> he did. Trust me. If if y'all could see this video, oh my gosh. It's all over Twitter. If you haven't seen it, go on Twitter and just look. But it he's just stumbling around, coming out, and he looks like he's about to face plant onto the ground. And you already see his teammates just laughing at him. It's hilarious. I'm just like, Jameis, come on, dude. You're NFL quarterback. And then I saw the next tweet below it and said, at least he didn't fumble the ball. And then it has a video of him in the Oregon game where he slips back. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I said, True. they got a point. They got a point. All right. All right. Well, Tim, real quick before we go, we got, we got to talk about the breaking news that happened today. Messi. Is not returning to Barcelona. Tim, your thoughts. Where does he go? What happens next? I'm shocked. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Just because it was 24 hours ago that they said that, oh, they had a deal in place and he was going to sign it today. Yeah. Next thing you know, due to complications with, uh, you know, for financial reasons, yeah, we can't sign him. We're not going to be able to bring him back. So Messi's a free agent. You're just like, what? Wait, what? No, <laughs> like, why? what just happens? Like the, the Premier League season. Literally starts in what, like, like a week, like, like yeah. a, uh, it's next a couple Friday, days a week from tomorrow. So, um, oh, what would that be? Thirteenth with, yeah. with Arsenal, Brentford. That that'll be the first Premier League game. That's when that that season starts. I mean, with, his name's been linked to the Premier League with Man City. Um, I mean, dude, I mean, th- this is really. I, I can't imagine the La, the La Liga season starting a- any later. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's right after that. So, I mean, we are we're almost. T- time for the season to be here. And all of a sudden now it's like, oh, yeah, Messi's a free agent a week before the season. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> if I there's a team that has money. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, there you go. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> man, what just happened? Like literally a day ago, you guys were telling us, oh, a deal's locked up. He's not going anywhere. Next thing we know, yeah, he's never going to be in the Barcelona. Well, what you have mean? to think about this too. On July 14th is also when we posted this, and it's when it came out. Messi was going to stay in Barcelona, and they obviously stated in the report that they signed him to a five-year deal, but it was a major cut from his last contract. So they said he signed it on July 14th, and then you get this thing yesterday. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to meet up and sign it tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, I thought they signed this back in July. Like, I I really did. And then next thing you know today, they're like, oh, yeah, uh, he's not going to sign it. What in the world? So now the question becomes, where do you see him going? I And is there a chance we see Messi in the MLS? Yes or no? No. No. <laughs> no. I mean, again, that is that is a retirement link for European people. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. The guys from the European, Europe, when they want to retire, they go to MLS. I mean, his name was already linked to Manchester City when the season ended, when, when there was talks about him – not wanting to come back or whatever that what that was about a year ago, uh, so I mean, then the, the, they they just spent a lot to get uh, God the dude's name slipping my head here. Oh gosh. Uh, anyway, but it, it, he was from uh, Aston Villa, Grealish, Jack Grealish. They, they spent over a hundred something million dollars on Jack Grealish to get him from uh, Aston Villa. So I, I I don't know if they're going to be able to. That's going to be in the cards for them. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. I mean, I assume he's going to stay in Europe. I mean, it'd be kind of funny though if he if he followed or he went down to Italy, you know, and, and played in Syria. Because can you imagine three teams where we we have Cristiano Ronaldo, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and then Lionel Messi? I mean, that'd be nuts. It'd be nuts. You know, be crazy. I, I might have to start paying attention to um, Italian league soccer. Everybody would. Just to, because Messi's such a big name brand in the world, oh, absolutely, yeah, that it, it would make sense. So, it, of course, you'd have to watch Italian football, as we as we say down here in the U.S. Italian football, football. Well, that's not yeah. what we say. We say soccer, but the rest of the yeah, world we say soccer. Says, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the world says yeah. football, but we, we football. think we're better. We, we, we yeah. think we're better, so we call it soccer. So, I don't know. Yeah, we always have to have our own saying because, you know, we're the U.S. we got to have everything better and bigger and better, bigger no, and better. Everything's but, different, including relegation and promotion, which is it's a fantastic idea. I don't know why the U.S. hadn't done it yet. <laughs> I know, right? Well, before we go, uh, Tim, uh, I, I don't – I know this is not you that commented it, but Tim Holcomb <laughs> said that, that, that the MLB used it. That, that, that would be the father. Okay. Well, Tim's dad So that the MLB used a golf cart mm-hmm. with the home team's hat on the roof. Just imagine how many of these golf carts you had to buy, or at least not even the golf carts, how many of the hats that you had to buy for each country that had played in the baseball. Oh, my gosh. Like, you'd have to go from, like, okay, the U.S. is playing Russia today. We got to put the U.S. cap on the golf cart. Like, just imagine having that job. Like, all right, we're going to pay you to literally put a hat on top of a golf cart. Hmm. Like and a then, deal, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, but, I mean it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be funny, though, because, I mean, think about it. And when he's talking about the 1970s stuff, combine that with, like, what, five-cent beer nights that they have back in, back yeah, in the day? I mean, that's true. I mean, he mentioned one of the people golf carts, you know, they also had a few beers on them. I mean, like, I mean, the seven, that, that sounds like an interesting time to be alive. 
Just imagine that job in sports. It's like, yeah, I want to get a job in sports. What do you, what do you do? What what exactly do you do? Oh, I just you know screw hats on top of golf carts and then drive people from a bullpen to the mound but, but and then drive back. You, you can't say it like. All right, how do you say it? How do you say it then? Yeah, you got to put it like in a resume. You got to say it like I I was a big part of the team. I exquisitely place uh, domes on top of uh, sports vehicles. Sports so, vehicles. I mean, that's it's what that's a sports what vehicle. I, but I, but they use it in sports, and it's a vehicle. I mean, I mean, so technically, it's not wrong. So they're thinking, okay, you put domes on top of Lamborghinis. No, 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 no. I'm not that highly qualified. Well, no, you don't admit that until you already have the job. That's just it. You don't admit. Oh that. my gosh, they'd hire them at some dealership. To- like a nice like te- like today's world of like Tesla dealership. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can put roofs on top of car. No, I just I did golf carts. What do you mean? I just put a, a, a USA hat on top of a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, that's all I did. Awesome. All right, Tim. That's all the time that we have for today. Make sure you guys go follow us on Facebook at you can search the Sideline Sports Show or at Sideline Sports Show. It'll come up either way. You can follow us on Instagram. Yeah, he, he's having a hard time pointing. Uh, follow us on I, Instagram. I got to remember, right because it, the camera angle that I'm looking at, at myself <laughs> is like reversed. So I'm like, it's yes. over here, but I'm over here. So I, I can't look point. at the camera right here. Have you point. Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let you be the designated pointer. I'm yes, sorry. the designated pointer. Wow, not even the hitter. All right. Uh, follow the us DVD. on Instagram. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at the Sideline Sports Show, or you can check out our YouTube page, which has all the replays, all the shows on there, and you can see it live. That way, you can watch it. <laughs> that was professionally done. I was. That was professionally done. I oh know. my god! You, look, that's on my resume now. A designated pointer. <laughs> it can't be I as good as the other guy. For a sports media page. <laughs> Hey, hey, I get I get paid huge amount of money. <laughs> huge amount of money just to point at an icon. <laughs> I mean, hey, who's been doing that with some professional athletes basically that have done less? So yeah. yeah. DJ Yu Young LA. Hey, go eat Bojangles. It's bow time. And I can, I can handle that. I know, I can handle that too. Just eat the chicken strip bite. <laughs> Wait, 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 right. So you actually you'll have something other than a chicken nugget, huh? Yeah, I. Oh my gosh! For those who don't know, I'm a picky eater. All I eat is chicken, and oh. I eat I, food groups: chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, uh, chicken strips, mac and cheese. Uh, there's probably a couple other things, but you know your normal Chick Fil A order, okay? I, I I remember when when I went to to Hartwell <laughs> for your wedding. And the dinner we had, it was great. It was fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, we yeah, been picky eater, so we got Chick Fil A for the dinner. I'm like, that's a first. Yeah, everybody, everybody else was eating barbecue. You know, green beans. You know, mm-hmm. mac and cheese. Um, like, I'm trying to think. You know, like nuts. your your big like family dinner, like really nice, expensive family wedding. It was good too. You yeah. expect, but then we have Chick Fil A chicken nuggets and homemade mac and cheese. Just for me, 
designated. And, and that was interesting me. too, because so, we, we the, the groomsmen, include, it, it, we, we were the last ones to eat that day. Yes. But, so and we had been waiting for like probably what, four or five hours before we Golly, got eaten. Golly, yeah. We it was something like that. <laughs> and and I just see Ben, by the time he's eventually got time to go over to the buffet, um, he, he's over there at the chicken nuggets. I'm like, well, dude, we got some good barbecue. You got you got some really good stuff over here, and you're going for the chicken nuggets. Okay. Yes, go for the chicken nuggets. Hey, at least you're setting your ways. You know? At least you're setting your ways. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you gotta have that one thought mindset. Okay, you know you know what you need, and you know when you need it. Absolutely. So, all right, that is gonna end this sports show. Believe it or not, uh, you wouldn't think of it when you hear the end of it. But that's Where we all talk about chicken nuggets. The hard facts. <laughs> yeah. Hard facts. All right, well, that's all the time we have for today. Make sure you go to subscribe and like all that on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. All that brouhaha. Uh, all that brouhaha. And we will be back next Thursday as we break down the Big Ten. Tim, as always. Great having you on, as always. Hopefully, we can get a guest in here next week to help us break down. If not, it's okay. But we will be back here next Thursday. It's, to not, break down. it's okay. We'll <laughs> yeah, do it ourselves. It's, it's fine. We'll do it ourselves. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have a great week. We will see you back next Thursday. Later. <laughs>